With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. It's Ben and Tyler. Back again. America's Diesel Podcast. The best diesel podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. Yes. The number one diesel performance retailer in the world. Universe? Universe? <laughs> Galaxy? Yeah, hey, hey. Hey, sky's the limit. I don't know. <laughs> oh. If there's any extraterrestrials listening and you have diesel trucks, give me a call. I'd like to go over some specs with you. Yeah. And then do crazy there. Send email. <laughs> yeah, was, if you have email, is that a thing? Galaxy that, email? They probably are way past email at that yeah, point. They're probably yeah. just like, nom, 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 yeah, nom, yeah. Nom. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you for tuning in. Yes. Uh, make sure you check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Leave us a five star review. Send it to tylerdeepspotproducts.com, and then he's going to send you some stuff, and it's going to make you do what? You're going to get a dank meme, and you're going to get a handwritten letter from me and Ben, or Ben and I. That is promised to make some upper butt cracks. Upper butt crack. Quack. (laughs) Upper butt crack sweat. And don't worry, no one will see it because you're wearing a Diesel Power Products t-shirt. Yes. (laughs) Hey-oh. That's a good one, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, that means... Oh, today is one of my favorite ones. Oh, I know you're waiting for today. Uh, I've been waiting for today for so long. So, you guys remember when we did that old school, still cool, we did a 12-valve one and Ben didn't say a thing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ben's been saving this episode for weeks. And now it's old school, old school, still cool. OBS seven three. Ben's like his truck. Yeah, <laughs> this is like Ben's truck. Pants are getting tight. Pants are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this this is gonna be a Ben heavy episode. He's gonna tell you all the little tips and tricks. If you got yourself an OBS seven three, definitely pay attention to this one because he's got some some pretty crazy little. There's some things stuff he's found out. I've learned along that, the way, and yes. my goodness, yeah, good I'm stuff. I'm not saying I know everything here, but if some, I'm, I'm going to say most people probably don't know this stuff. Yeah, and I'm not trying to sound elitist or anything like that because it took me time to figure it out and yeah. learn it. And when someone told me it, I was like, "You are absolutely full of crap." Yeah. I'm well, like, oh my god, he's right. <laughs> well, there's one thing specifically in here that is like I love. Well, no, I, I, I'm. I know, like, I know what you're talking no, about, but no, but it's yeah. super cool because it's it's. <laughs> It's it's one of those things where this could happen on a lot of trucks, um, but it's something that nobody would <laughs> correlate to mm-hmm. being the same. And this is like one of those tricks that you that you want to kind of have in your back pocket. One of those things that you want to know from when you need it because you yeah. might you might need it at some point. Absolutely, so, yeah, cool, good information. So pay attention, everybody. So <laughs> let's get into the old school, still cool series. It's basically <clears throat> pretty much all of like pre ninety eight trucks. So yep. like the stuff that maybe be. Or maybe kind of coming down in price, maybe kind of like that old school look, definitely pre-emissions, most likely pre-smog uh, for all you California folks with yeah. your 10-round magazines. <laughs> oh, and Sorry, we should clarify, <laughs> yeah, we should clarify too real quick here, just if someone's just like just listening in we like didn't hear Power Stroke, but OBS, mm-hmm. 
old body style. Old but sexy. Old but or old but sexy. Yeah. yeah. Power strokes. Ninety four through ninety seven. Not ninety four IDIs. It's not a power nope. stroke. It's not. They're not the same thing. Nope. So specifically, this is. 94 through 97 OBS power strokes. And you IDI guys, we'll, we'll get you. Don't we'll worry you. about it. This yeah. is for you. Yeah, the 94 to 97, 73 power stroke <sighs> QE injection, yeah. non-intercooled, beautiful truck. God, I miss your truck with those uh, with those mud grapplers just a howling from a mile away. <laughs> there was not one conversation had in that truck. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and that wasn't because of the stereo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you did have a good stereo in it, too. I did. I, yeah. Oh, man. Let me... Uh, Here's I missed the, that truck. Yes, I, knew I made going. a nice little shallow <laughs> sub that fit yeah. underneath the middle seat, so it didn't take away anything. I hid the amp, and man, I knew this was going to happen. This episode, you're, just, you're all nostalgic. I'm yeah. crying on the inside <laughs> now. The inside. Anyhow, so 94 or 97 power strokes. We all know them. We all love them. In my opinion, they're they're in that category as like you know the square body Chevy. It's yep. it's whenever somebody thinks of a classic, maybe not necessarily a classic truck, but what a truck should look like. Those are the body lines. Yes. Nice, big, blunt front end, big headlights, big cab, big interior, nice and comfy, power, good drivetrain, loud, (laughs) clacky. Yep. The steering wheel isn't thick. You know, it's it's got that old feel to it, but it's got a little, for the time, it had a little bit of the newer stuff. You get power windows. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say air conditioning, but like air conditioning. (laughs) Oh my God, air conditioning. (laughs) That actually worked. Yeah. Um, all that kind of good stuff. And they, they've, they've stood the test of time. You can yeah. really beat the crap out of them. They're still around. And some of them, people are starting to get back because, like, just like I'm kind of starting to get into right now, budget-wise. Yeah. You, know, you can't justify dropping a you know, loan for 80 grand for a new truck, so why not save 10 grand and buy one of these? Yeah. Oh, and it's kind of funny because one of the last episodes we did was the uh, – um, talking about, like, the half-ton diesels. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> this truck, does it – I think – I, I, it, it was so recent, but so long ago. I think the OBS Fords had the same, if not a little bit better, tow rating than the half ton uh, Power Stroke. Yes, it's like ten, basically ten yeah. k right in there yeah. legally, and that's for the F two fifty single rear wheel four wheel drive. Yes, that yeah. means if you're going to be in a three fifty dually, it's going to go up a little bit. Um, yeah. You can also change springs on there, and I'll be honest. When was the last time that you ever didn't tow something because your truck's rating <laughs> right and supposed you. to handle it? <laughs> Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but like for some reason, like I feel like you could just overload the crap out of a 94 to 97. It'd be, it'd be fine. It does not care. It's just like whatever. You might go a little slower. I don't even have an intercooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even care. I'm here to party. <laughs> yeah. You want to no. go from A to B? don't have any time constraints yeah we'll get there yeah <laughs> absolutely um as far as finding them i mean mm-hmm. they're pr- pretty easy to find nowadays I would they're say, easy I mean, to find as as far as finding like that cherry one or something like that they're getting harder um they were used a lot yeah uh, finding i'd say your prime right now if you, i mean everybody always find like the barnyard find thirty thousand yeah. miles out and they're probably asking like 10 bajillion dollars right it. but if you can find a you know, 94 to 97, we're not going to worry about cab styles or anything like that. Yeah. Truck that's, you know, the interior is complete. It's not the ever-elusive red on red on red on red or a blue on blue on blue on blue. <laughs> the and, blue is just hideous. I'm oh sorry. God. I would take the red five times over the blue. I had a Bronco, too, with the red. And I actually, I didn't mind it. But the blue, the blue is... <laughs> Maybe I'm, maybe it's because I am getting a little bit older, but, like, yeah. I actually saw one that was red on red on red on red, and it was actually clean. I was like, 
I like it. It's kind of retro. Yeah, I kind of kind of like it. It's like it, throwing it, on it, a pair of Converse's or something. Yeah, right? and it had <laughs> a two-tone exterior. It's like, <laughs> right? Maybe just send it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yours was gray, wasn't it? it had the Mine gray. had gray interior, solid red outside, black wheels, <sighs> a little bit of chrome, and just the right place. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, like, that was a good truck. It's a classic truck, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you can, I'd say, trying to find one with less than 150 on it in decent shape. That's not beat to crap. Mostly stock-ish. Yeah. You're probably sitting around 10. Yeah. I'd and say and, right and I would say that truck's kind of hard to find. They are starting to get harder to find. You can find them really easily with two or a little bit over two. Um, interior might be a little bit harder. Yeah. Uh, it's probably towed a lot. Maybe have some stuff done to it. You might be, you know, the third person to, to get it and think like, oh, I'm going to put some money in this thing and make it nice. Right. And you've got it after some 18-year-old kid who did all the twist tie soldering. Yeah. And, and just piece of crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I like, I like my trucks. Yeah. Virgin. Yeah. I was going to make an anecdote there, but I'm not going <laughs> to make it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't even know if I... <laughs> yeah. Podcast is over. I'm out. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to it. So yeah. this is my favorite truck, hands down. Honestly, I'm still kind of considering getting another one. I think you should. I think I should, too. But yeah. we'll see what budget allows and where my life takes me. <laughs> so you're looking for one of these trucks... Finding them, I'd say, uh, unless you have a great deal on one, you know the history, or you're ready to put money into it, 200K, I'd put that as your limit. I wouldn't say it's a hard limit, but 200K if you don't plan to put money into it. Once you start getting 225, 250, it's time for injectors, probably time for H-pop. Not to say the engine's blown up, but you're going to have to put some money into it to keep going. Are there trucks that last way longer than that? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going on averages here. So things to look for it's time for you to buy your obs truck like okay you've never actually looked in one or ridden in one or something like that you just see them on tv see them on the internet i know i want one so you get in one things to check for if you've never bought an older truck rust yeah rust is huge and finding you know little pieces of the interior that you you might think to yourself like oh that's the cover for the hinge on the seat i can find one of those Good luck. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, or get ready to get ready to pay an asinine amount of money for a piece of plastic that you're really debating if you really need or not. Yeah. And how much does it actually hurt you on the inside to get it? Yeah, and on those older Fords, and I don't know this, so this mm-hmm. is, I, is there like the F-150s that are mm-hmm. like have like the same interior parts or, yeah, or the, is, is it old, different? Because I thought those were like pretty different, like the F-150 versus a... Uh, it's, it's essentially the same. Is it? Oh, yeah. Is it? Interior okay. wise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're, okay. A lot of the stuff will transfer over. So that's kind of cool then. So if you're yeah. looking for interior parts. Like that truck is the actual same sized truck. So they've kept that, the same size cab, like, well, from then. Not from always. Then until, they well, switched a like, bit. Well, yeah. t- well, but nowadays the F-150 is the same cab. They went as back to it now, yes. Okay. But like okay. in the you know, early 2000s, you had the bubble F-150. Exactly. Basically yeah. all the way until 17 is when they kind of went back gotcha. to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, you know, make sure that the bolts that hold the seat down haven't rusted through. No joke. Found one. Yeah. Like, and these are things that you may not think about, but you get in the seat and you rock back and forth. Like, oh, oh. it's just worn out. No, no pulled it just, out from the seat, from, 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 from the body. Yeah. So, Rust is a real thing on these trucks, especially depending on where it's coming from. Um, also, these trucks have two tanks. Make sure both tanks work. Yeah. No matter what the guy says, if you, oh, I, I never used the rear tank or something like, like that. Why? 
<laughs> put it switch the switch to the rear tank and drive the truck yeah see what happens if it doesn't work you got to find a new uh, diverter valve in there or that the splitter switch those are also not super easy to find yeah um a lot of people will just go to a single tank or they'll put the uh uh, uh a, a tank where the spare was and have like a 30 gallon tank or bronco gotcha. tank or something okay. like that also shares a lot of the interior of the old buy style broncos the full size oh yeah Ooh. okay it's cool. a it's a this is a shameless plug for a group I'm in on Facebook, the the OBS Brotherhood. Yeah. I know, I know the sound. I know it sounds like a super lame <laughs> group of guys and people, a whole bunch of <laughs> OBS Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, that's how I Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and to be honest, whenever I see a camera guy slapping because he knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Whenever I see a, an old buy style truck and I'm or Ford, I, and I might even say it out loud, and my wife is, just ignores me because like, I say stupid brother. stuff. Like, Brother, <laughs> I even got one of our guys here. Just sold one of his OBS. I got him whenever he sees one. Yeah. He sends a picture. It's like brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you are. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, yeah. Checking for rust. Uh, namely, the the biggest rust thing I found that ended up biting me in the rear. And if I'd known about it, I would have looked for it more. Uh, those have a chrome bezel, whatever you want to call it, around the windshield a, a decor piece. Looks yeah. really good on the right kind of truck. It will rust behind there. Yeah. You will, if you can take it off without hurting the truck, take a look. Because with that starts rusting, you start having windshield leaks. Ooh. And this is this is like scenario like 10, time, 10 steps down the road, but right. you get a little bit of windshield leak, right? Depending on where that's dripping into the truck, you may have it drip down the dash. It may drip down the dash under your PCM. Yeah. Your PCM starts getting fried. And then you have what's called a ghost truck where I S you not here. <laughs> it will start itself in the parking lot with no keys. What? This is a thing? It's a thing. Wow. I did not know this. Ask Cody Bear. Seriously? Yeah. For real? Ghost truck. Ghost truck. It sounds kind of exciting. It's terrifying. (laughs) It is absolutely terrifying. Because at that point, it's like, is it going to run away? I don't know. I don't know how to shut it off because I don't have a key in it. Yeah, there's no key in it. (laughs) Really? That's crazy. It's scary. Take the batteries off. And and run away and and say hail Mary and you know father son holy ghost real quick because your truck is now possessed. When you buy a Ford, <laughs> do they like, do they give you like a bottle of Xanax with it? Because it seems this is it seems it's like it's stressful already. <laughs> like, <Hey> what? <laughs> I don't know so what it's is about. Take off and just just leave me. Is that Ford, Ford folks are a special breed of people. I don't know how I got. Oh, I got sucked into it because my family did yeah. like that. And it, it's true. People are like I don't speak Ford. It's like. Now, as I'm starting to get older, it's like, eh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Like, <laughs> you kind of get it now. There's yeah. a lot of weird quirks that if you yeah. know about and probably relate that to life another way anyhow. <laughs> but check for rust. Um, that's a big thing there. Um, moving on there. Uh, let's say you you think, you know, truck's got an oil leak. It looks like it's coming from, rear, from the rear main seal. Mm-hmm. It's actually probably your EBV. Exhaust which is, back pressure valve. Yeah, which is pretty common to leak on not only 94s and 97s, but... Up into 03 trucks, too, yeah, right? Yeah, 7.3 power stroke in general. Into 7.3s. Because um, it'll leak into the valley, and the valley has a small weep hole in the back. It'll mm-hmm. leak down the rear bell housing of the transmission, so come around the like bottom in the inspection literally. plate, and it looks like a rear main seal. Yeah. Freaked me out. Yeah. like oh, A crap. lot of this stuff that I'm telling you guys right now, I ended up learning, like, actually before I started working for Diesel Power Products. Like, yeah. I, I kind of, like, learned this on my yeah. own, and it freaked me out, and now I know. So EBV. it's probably your EBV. I'm not saying rear main seals don't leak. Right. But, but they don't leak as common as EBVs do. Yes. I'm talking like 10 to 1. Yeah. So if it's, look like, it's, look, if it's saying it's leaking back there and the guy says, I think it's my rear main seal, yeah, it might be the EBV. If you, yeah. if you see the valley full of fuel, 
and he says it might be my rear main seal. Just don't say anything to him and keep that in your back pocket and just just chew him down hard. Yeah, <laughs> keep that in your back pocket along with the extra money that you're going to take off of how much he's offering for the truck. Yeah, like, oh, rear main seal, we got to pull the transmission. Yeah, Holy yeah. moly. That's hard. Yeah, this is... Extra money in your back pocket because yeah. you're going to offer him less for the truck because it's got a rear main seal leak. Yeah, and don't tell him your tricks. Don't, yeah. tell, don't, don't tell him that. Like, oh, man, yeah, it is the rear main. Man, that's bad. That's not good. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm not trying to say be a bad person. No. I'm just trying to make sure you're informed just, and do what you got to do. Just take advantage of the knowledge that you know because yeah. you've learned it from America's Diesel podcast and just use that to your advantage. Get a better deal. Then you can the buy other, more parts from us. Yeah. On the other <laughs> side here, if if you're selling an OBS truck and you think you have a rear main seal leak, boom, just helped you out. Yeah. Okay. So it goes both ways, friends. Two, two birds with one stone. Yeah. So that's going to lead me kind of into another part of the engine there. We got just basically the valley of your 7.3. Yeah. So if you've got a valley and it's just caked full of crap, which they usually are. They usually are. It's just nature of the beast here. You've got a lot of high-pressure fuel, a lot of high-pressure oil going on in there, some cables, some wires, a lot of stuff where it's like you try and reach your hand down in there. Like you you could easily lose 15 to 20 10 mil sockets down there. Oh, yeah. And never even know they were there. Yep. It will eat it. It's a black <laughs> hole. Never getting them back. <laughs> Sorry. Get- <laughs> Buy a new one. Like yeah. d- if No, it's for real. Side note, if you're working on your 7.3 and you drop something in the valley, just go find another one. Yeah. You're not going to waste unless more Unless you time. can visually see it, you're you not going to get it back. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're there. doing, yeah. <laughs> unless you're tearing the engine down a little yeah. bit further. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that brings us to, so EBV, exhaust mm-hmm. back pressure valve. So that means you're basically taking the turbo off, uh, replacing the, the pedestal with a non-EBV pedestal. If you don't know what that is, it's exhaust back pressure valve. There's an actuator on the pedestal with an arm coming out to a butterfly valve on it, the... Uh, well, butterfly valve on the exhaust... Uh, turbine r- side. In the uh, turbine uh, side yeah. right behind the exhaust housing. But yes. what I was going to ask you is that... So the EBV, because mm-hmm. I was talking to a guy today on that, and I couldn't remember the temperature that it actually like actually works at because from what I remember, mm. that's something that is like, it has to be really freaking cold for oh, that yeah. to turn on. Like, it's yeah. almost like, like, why do you like, it's almost like only for like, I want to say it was like 30 degrees or, I mean, yeah. or something like really, really cold. Like it wasn't, uh, um, it is, it's it, supposed to be cold. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. And it's off of oil pressure. Oil temperature. Oil, okay, oil temperature. Temperature. Right, temperature. Yeah, so it's got uh, so you've got oil feed and drain through the pedestal into the turbo, down out through the turbo, through the pedestal, back into the engine. So that actuator goes off of that oil temperature. It's got a diaphragm in there. <laughs> As that oil temperature goes up, moves the actuator out, opens the valve, and then there you go. you got free airflow. As that leaks, the oil temperature just it can't quite hold it out there. Okay. And so it starts moving back and forth you start getting that whoosh whoosh every time you hit the throttle and that's because the valve is snapping shut because it's spring-loaded okay um and you're basically choking your engine so your economy going the dumper the power goes down and just it gives you that whoosh okay this is one of those things where it's like when someone says i got a check engine light or something like that watch i got a seven three power stroke it's making this weird sound and i'm like is it a whoosh like yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's the one thing it's ebv like you didn't even ask me what year it was. Yeah. Like, no, it's that. Uh-huh. Okay, no, go ahead. Tell me your story. <laughs> Continue. Uh-huh. 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 Verified. Uh-huh. EBV. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what you need. Doesn't know. change, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't change. Here's what you need. Okay. Um, that sounds utterly complicated for something that was so easy. 
You got to speak forward, man. <laughs> so it actually starts leaking out of the diaphragm. There are rebuild kits for it, but ironically, the rebuild kit for it is almost as much as the replacement pedestal with the actuator itself. So, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's stop right here. Mm-hmm. So it's off of oil temp. Oil I believe temp. it goes off of oil temp because you should be making okay. proper oil pressure before the engine gotcha. is actually warm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. There is a spring inside there, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... Okay, I'm, yeah. yeah. There's a spring inside there and... and this is from what I know, so I'm going to make correct if I'm wrong. The principle is the same, how it's actuated. I may be incorrect here, yeah. but it goes off of oil temperature. Okay. Because it's not going to just go off of oil pressure because your truck should be making proper oil pressure even before, say, it's warm enough. Right. Right. So if that's leaking, it'll fill the valley and then go out the weep hole in the back. Down looks like a rear main seal. So the rebuild kit to keep the actuator on the truck if you really want to, which you shouldn't, uh, (laughs) it pretty much costs as much as a new pedestal. Yeah. So, or you can get a pedestal without the EBV on it. So the actuator is just machined off and they weld it up and everything's really nice. Yep. Uh, They're usually close to a hundred bucks and the replacement one's 200 with the actuator. Yeah. And then you get the uh, outlet that goes on the turbo side or on the uh, uh, turbine side of the turbo. So like the exhaust housing is like a cast iron skillet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that side where the downpipe is, you get one that just doesn't have a valve in it. Yep. Bolts right up, seven bolts, four bolts, whatever. And there you go. The downpipe looks right up and it's done. It's gone. And actually truck sounds better. You get a nice exhaust note change. Yeah. Everybody likes the exhaust note change. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there's <laughs> your, there's your two minute EBV education there. Boom. Um, again, if it's leaking, you're probably going to be in there, in there doing anyways. You're going to be doing exhaust on the truck. You're going to be back there. You might as well do it anyways. Yeah. The, a lot of these things I, I want to... Okay, I'll, I'll bring it together in the end there. Um, <laughs> so, next thing there... Um, okay, now we're going to go back to the valley. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was bugging sorry. that up there. So, you're back in the valley. Everything just seems really full and... Okay, maybe I need to do a fuel bowl reseal kit and my H-pop is leaking or it's time to be replaced. Truck's got a lot of miles on it. Maybe I need to do injectors. Don't let that scare you when you buy the truck if you're planning to do that anyways. If you're yes. trying to make some power with the truck and say it's got, you know, 150, 200,000 miles on it, and it's like, oh, it needs this replaced, needs this replaced, you're going to be in there anyways if you're going to be making power. Don't let that deter you from getting it. Right. Because if you're going to start putting bigger injectors in, you're going to be in there changing them, which means you need a bigger high-pressure oil pump, which means if this one's leaking or it needs to be replaced, you're going to be we'll in there anyway. Yeah. If you're going to be doing a high-pressure oil pump, you got to take the fuel bowl off. Yeah. You're going to be either rebuilding it or putting a regular return system in there Anyways, yeah. So, if you and this goes back to we have a whole series called making plans. Yep. Know what you're trying to do. Yeah. If you just put like that extra, and don't worry, we all go through it. I go through it every day, thinking about plans for new trucks. Just that little bit of extra thought. Yeah. Can really help you. Like, you know, maybe you do find a, a truck that has like 270 on it. Right. Uh, maybe the interior is super clean. Engine needs a little bit of work. It's like okay, well, I'm going to be in there. I was going to do it on a truck with 100,000 miles on it. Yeah. You're going to throw a 250 on it, but the interior is clean. Boom, you're done. Yeah, I mean, you use it basically as like your, well, not telling the guy, like, this is my bar, my, my, my bargaining tactic, but yeah. like literally like, okay, yeah, it's got this, this, and this, and this wrong. You don't want to say, yeah, I'm replacing that anyways, but like, hey, man, get a little bit more off the off the truck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's that's the thing too. Like, it seems like, <clears throat> like OBS Fords, first-gen Rams, like those two have like, gone up in price just oh, yeah. because of the fact that they're old which is cool everybody's going back to the older trucks i love it i think it's awesome because we have a ton of parts for those trucks mm-hmm. like a lot <laughs> but um at the same time you can kind of you know hey there's this wrong this wrong and this wrong and you know you just again use that to knock that price down because again a lot of people have inflated these prices so mm-hmm. far where they think it's just because it's older it's worth more 
Okay, well, it's not a muscle car. <laughs> yeah. This isn't like a rare beast. <laughs> yeah, at, 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 there is diminishing returns at that point. You can yeah. always say it's rare and, and a class of truck are hard to find so much. Yeah, exactly. So just beware yeah. and keep that in your head. You know, if you're going to be in there, you're going to do it anyways. Don't want that to deter you from buying the truck. Yeah. Is it start and run? Great. Move on. Yeah. All right. Now we're moving on to some, maybe the guys like trying to sell a truck has had some issues. Yeah. And it could be a really easy fix. Could. It could. It could not. Yeah. Yes. It could be terrible. <laughs> it could be terrible. It could be detrimental. <laughs> it could lead to a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a really easy fix if yeah. you know what you're looking for, at least, or have this kind of like mentality in there. So this is one of the uh, one of the good ones. This is the one I was talking about in the yeah. beginning. So yeah. let's say you get a transmission. Uh, obviously, your truck's got a transmission <laughs> yeah. in it, but you yeah. got an automatic transmission. you got E4OD. And just it's shifting funny. It feels like it's the converter's locking, unlocking, whatever. It yeah. just overdrive lights flashing at you on the column. And it just, you know, it's got fluid. It never happened before. And it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I had one guy tell me, check your brake lights. I'm like, <laughs> screw you, man. <laughs> yeah. Is this a joke? Yeah. Are you where, joking with me? <laughs> where do you get off? Like, <laughs> are you trying to waste my time yeah. right now? Check and it was, it, it actually, uh, this shout out to Ryan Stewart, who I met through the OBS Brotherhood, who yeah. actually hooked me up with my excursion. Yeah. It's, it's the people you meet on the internet. Okay. Yeah. Great yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, no, I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. Check the brake lights. I'm like, okay. So I started doing my research on it. And so when you hit the brake on your truck, you know, it, essentially it's, I don't want to say it always happens, but you're pretty much telling the converter to unlock. Yeah. As you start decelerating, converter unlocks, transfers power back and forth, yada, yada, yada. The on the OBS trucks, it senses that it needs to unlock the converter on the brake lights from the ground, like from the voltage going to the brake lights. Yeah. So if you were to, in theory, have your brake light bulbs out and you hit the brakes, the converter doesn't know whether to lock or unlock because you're not sending a signal. Just one brake light or both? It could Is be it any combination. Any combination. And here's okay. the audible. Did you just put LED lights in your truck? Oh snap! Now I'm talking like it could be even your third brake light. <laughs> really? It could it could be something so stupid and minute. That's crazy. And that's what it was. That's crazy. That and this is what I was talking about in the beginning because this is like one of those things that nobody knows, but could be chasing a problem for eons, <laughs> trying to figure out why this thing isn't shifting right or whatever. It's like, hey, yeah, brake lights out. Or you put some stupid LEDs back there. Yeah, <laughs> that that's insane. Blew my mind. But super cool at the same time. Like, oh, it's that easy. Yeah, <laughs> got to put a bulb in. Is that? <laughs> and, so, and like, I'm not saying that's always going to be everybody's right. issue. Right. But let's say you have a random intermittent issue, and you're not sure where to go. Now you have this piece of information before you take it to a shop. Yeah, just check your brake lights. Check your brake lights. <laughs> tra- I, I would like to think transmission shops and shops and everything are going to be good to you and know what they're doing. Yeah, they might not know that that's what's going on. Also, they might end up figuring out that's what's going on and charge you four hours of labor. Yeah, and say they had to do this, this, and this. Yeah, for just or, a bulb. Or they may be stand-up people and say, "Get in your truck, hit the brakes. You got yeah. a brake light out. Go replace that and come back if it still has issues." Yeah. It could be anywhere in between. So yeah. now that you know, and so you're going to check out a, trans- or a truck, and he's like, the transmission shift's funny, and oh, you take oh. it for a drive, and, yeah, you, and you notice a bunch of brake lights are out. <laughs> Don't be a jerk, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Don't tell the guy, oh, man, this thing's a piece of crap. I'll, I wouldn't give you 10 cents for I'm it. I'm like, man, this transmission's <laughs> about to go out. This thing's out. 
Yeah. Out. It needs a new one. Like, I'm not a transmission I'm expert. I'm a transmission expert. <laughs> See? There's two types of people that go and buy trucks. Yeah. I, I guarantee you Tyler gets a better price than I do every time. I, well, I can't. Well, I'm hard. I can't be that guy. It's funny because I feel like people like nitpick the crap out of me when I sell something. So it's like when I get that chance to do it back to someone, it's like, <laughs> sorry, but this is how life goes. Like, if you don't know, I, hey. I'm not good at that. I'm, I'm not here to teach. When I'm buying a rig. <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know, keep that in your back pocket, check the But then they'll lights. call me the next Monday and be like, is that the true thing? Is that like, yeah, dude, that's totally true. Yeah. But you just looked at my truck. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. You didn't know that? Snooze, you lose. <laughs> Should have listened to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that, there's your, that's probably the most random fact as far as OBS trucks That's pretty go. freaking random. Yeah. That's like, oh man, my, my truck's hard starting. Oh, check a cup holder. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, call your mother in law. Yeah. Tell her she's beautiful. Yeah. Truck runs great. What the hell? What the, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, another easy fix cold start issues. Man, this truck won't start in the cold. I'm, I'm yeah. sick of it. It could be something as simple as a ground wire. It could be a relay. It yeah. could be a PCM. Could And we actually have a whole episode on 7.3 cold start issues. Yes. Listen to that one. Check it out. That one going into buying a truck coming out of the winter where the guy's like, this truck doesn't start in the winter. It's you, no use no use to me. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I can't have a truck I drive in the summer only. So keep that in mind. Listen to that episode. Good education there. Uh, next one on there, low on power intermittently. That reverts back to the EBV. Yeah. Same thing with the valley full of oil or fuel. If you're going to be in there anyways, you're going to replace it anyways. Just kind of take it in stride and, and maybe use that as your bargaining chip or whatnot. Yeah. Um, also, a different oil leak. I keep talking about leaks a lot. Yeah. There's a joke <laughs> behind there. It's it's uh, Fords are just marking their territory or yeah. sweating horsepower. I except, can't really speak much just because I'm literally leaking right now in the parking lot. <laughs> like as we speak, there's yeah. a drip. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also the response to that is like, it doesn't make enough horsepower to actually leak. I'm like, yeah, shut up, man. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I know how it is. So let's say you've got another oil leak on the truck and it looks like it's coming from the dipstick. Ooh. There, there are two people in this world, people that know about the dipstick tube adapter kit. And those that don't, yes. And hopefully that those that don't don't get screwed over again. If you if a guy's <laughs> selling a truck and he's got a leak on the dipstick area, you need to tell him like, man, that engine's done. You need to pull that engine out. We need to reseal. It's going to take twelve hours of labor. Yeah. It, yeah. It's. I, I think you need to take ten grand off. <laughs> I'll tell you what, sir. I'm asking ten grand for yeah. it. I know. Tell you what, you, you give me a thousand dollars, I'll put it on the trailer, and we'll take it away for you. Yeah, yeah, easy as that. So your dipstick, <laughs> dipstick tube adapter, dipstick Driven starts diesel. leaking. Killed it. The there's two options. The one previously five years ago is oh man, it's leaking. Do the best you can to see what or pull the engine. Yeah, yeah. Or and then, there's kidding. always that one guy that's like, no, I can fix it. I can get a coat hanger in there. I'll hold that piece and we'll reseal it and. That doesn't work. <laughs> if you can get it to work, great. Still going to leak again later yeah. on. If you get it to work, go to the store and buy yourself a lottery ticket because yep. that's like literally, I think you have better odds of getting struck by lightning than that mm-hmm. actually working. And the other way to do it is you pull the engine, 
because there's no way to get the oil pan off without pulling the engine. Yeah. Sorry, that's the way it is, and that's why Driven Diesel has the dipstick tube adapter. It's 300 bucks. takes like two hours, <laughs> and you'll never have the problem ever, ever again. The, it's completely worth it. The only time you'd probably run into a problem using that is if you've got a guy that's like literally JB welded the living crap out of the side of the oil pan, mm-hmm. and he has now made it to where it's like, looks like someone shot it with a shotgun or something. Yeah. Like, uh, Obviously, you got to have a nice smooth sealing surface. It's got an O-ring seal. Um, but yeah, that is a, that is, I, I tell guys all the time. I wish I thought of that part. I yep. wish I thought of that. Yeah. And here's a tidbit of information. If you're installing it, it looks like you can do it without taking the starter off. You can't yeah. ask me how I know. And I remember that night you did that. Yep. <laughs> yep. You just, just take the starter just off to save yourself. There's the a hassle. reason driven diesel has really long, like overwritten instructions because yeah. they know and they're trying to help you. Don't be that guy. Just read the instructions. Which major shout out to those guys and their instructions. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah, major Killing shout out it. to any company that actually provides really high quality picture instructions yes. and part numbers and all that kind of stuff like that. Fantastic. That love is, it. as a consumer, A, you should want that. As yeah. a retailer, I love it. You need it. I, I yeah. It's good for me. I like it. Yeah. Now we're getting on to other stuff with the truck. The good old TTB. Ooh. The twin traction being <laughs> <Yeah>. 50. <laughs> this is one of those things where I start looking underneath my truck and I start seeing things and I'm starting to pick pieces apart. And keep yeah. in mind, this is this is pre-diesel power product. So I'm, I know like 6% of what I know now. Yeah. And I'm under there and I'm like, my, my yeah. little like common sense, you know, bull crap meters just kind of peeking and I'm looking at it. And it's not that this truck had totally stock suspension. Yeah. I'm just sitting there looking at it and I'm like, man, is that really how they did that? <laughs> is, is that, did some, no, this is, this is factory. Did someone change? It's like, man. All right, guys, we made this really highly complicated fuel injection system. <laughs> All right, we got hot pressure oil. We got fuel. We're going to somehow combine these two fluids together. And we're going to make injection happen. With electricity. With electricity as well. <laughs> and then the front suspension. <laughs> we're going to have these things. <laughs> it's going to make like an X. <laughs> it's going to kind of do this. <laughs> and it's going to work great. It's like, ah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 if you can't see us right now if listening on iTunes. Yeah, but like uh, who is, a, who is the wrestler that did this? Triple H? Triple was that, H. Was that Triple H? No, was that Triple H? I can't remember No, that wasn't was. Triple H. Was, no, it wasn't Triple H. What was that guy? I mean, you know what? I'm going to search that while you're talking. Yeah. The X Factor guy. Yeah. The X, it, where, you know, he would you know, put his arms in X and go, go down towards the waist and be like, suck so it. <laughs> yeah. We're basically making that by standing straight up and flopping <laughs> about. You can hear my arms kind of hitting each other. That's pretty much what's happening on the front of that truck. It's got the most retarded version of, of IFS in the world. It's a solid but not axle. And then to make things even worse, when you think independent front suspension, it's yeah. like coil spring, torsion bar. Nah, man. Yeah, like leaf spring. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. <laughs> now, now, if that's not bad enough for you, we're gonna put the shackle on the front. Yeah. So that not only is this two-piece axle gonna flop up and down. Yeah. Like this, but in order for it for the spring to compress, the axle actually has to move forward. Oh, yeah. So that when that you're hitting sense. speed bumps, <laughs> you're actually driving the axle into the speed bump. And then the like leaf spring idea. actually has to articulate this way to so, handle the axle. Of <laughs> and so is the is the goal to try to like just like flatten the speed bump out? <sighs> so 
And maybe that's why those trucks lasted so long. Because, yeah. Because it was like, just so brutal. It's just like, yeah, it's just so bad. It's already bad. Like, it's not even wearing anything out. It's just, it's just terrible. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't find this guy. Hopefully someone watching was a uh, W. Was it he in WWF? It was before, I can't believe he did. It was like WWF, like NWO guy? style. I guess Cameron's young. I always think he's the same age as yeah, us, he's but he's little, young. He's a little youngster. So he never watched bar. professional wrestling. Yeah. It was back when like Sting crashed through the... WWE, WWF, yeah. WCW. Remember Bef- WCW? Yeah. Before oh, yeah. the uh, the World Wildlife Federation was like, hey yeah. guys, we need our acronym back. <laughs> <laughs> but we're trying to wrestle yeah. here. <laughs> We're trying to beat each other up and we're oiled up. <laughs> don't don't make us stop. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Back to trucks. Yeah. <laughs> but that, so if if you can hear the frustration in my voice, that's yeah. that's a Dana fifty TTB in the front of that truck. Dana fifty um, TTB. It sounds weak. Twin traction. <laughs> um, that being said, there are lift kits you can do. Mm-hmm. A BDS actually makes a really nice lift kit for the 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 TTB front end. Yeah. Um, actually works pretty well. Uh, I would say if you are planning to actually off-road this truck, a TTB is just really not going to work for you. If you're looking to just get a little bit more elevation out of it, the the uh, the BDS kit, it's like a four-inch kit, has mm-hmm. proper drop brackets and everything. It comes with actually new leaf springs in the front. It's not bad. It gets yeah. the job done. The guys on uh, Dave Spell, Fred Williams do every day. They did one, and it actually I was really surprised by it. Yeah. It, so don't let that deter you. If it's one of these things where like I gotta have a solid axle, no problem. You know what? You can swap an, a solid axle from an F-350 into it. Extremely easy. I'm talking yeah. like bolt up, yeah. my dude. That's cool. Yeah, if you can find an F-350, especially a donor truck, and basically take everything from the pitman arm down, you need the steering, you need the springs, you need the axle, and that's about it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty brakes, cool. Brakes, everything, all the same. That's awesome. Um, that also being said, your shackles are still in the front, so a lot of people do make a reverse shackle kit. It naturally gives you between two and three inches amount of lift in the front, but it moves that shackle towards the back. Yeah. You have a nice big bracket in the front, so your axle swings back. You're not ramrodding speed. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot of Yeah. <laughs> Take a breath, Holy man. moly, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, beyond there, if you want to get really crazy with it and you got some money to spend, there are companies that are actually making kits to swap Super Duty axles in there. Yes. This is a shout-out to Desolate. Motorsports, Power Sports, Desolate Motorsports, Southern California. Guy's name is Gilbert. Can't remember his last name. Talked to him on the phone a couple of times. He just posted uh, relatively recently. They put 08 axles underneath an old bi-style truck with a four-link in the front, Deaver Springs in the back, Icon 2.5, the reservoirs all the way around. Wow. Yeah, that'd be killer. Uh, I, oh, man. We all know I'm not like a huge – like. Four- you know, what's funny is I'm not like I'm not a huge Ford truck guy, mm-hmm. but like I love the old Ford cars. Like I even have I, I I have a tattoo on my body that is an old Ford tattoo. Like that is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's on me <laughs> for life. <laughs> but um, I, I I do like the the OBS. I almost like the OBS Ford Power Strokes over like the '99 to '03s. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just. Maybe it's just because I drive an old truck and I just like like old trucks, but I, I don't know. There's something about those trucks. I I, I really miss your truck. I I, re- I really do. Thanks, I only drove it at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one one more tidbit about the axles: if you are going to swap them in, they do make basically two Dennis sixties on the front. On the older ones, they're going to be kingpin. New ones are going to be ball joint. The brakes are a lot nicer on the ball joint. They also handle yeah. better. Turning race is better on the ball joint. The only time I'd say I'd go with that kingpin is if you really plan on 
beating the crap out of yeah. this truck. Yeah, because those are kingpins yeah. are brutal. Yeah, like they it, brutal. Yeah, like they're old school technology Absolutely. for a reason. They will not fail. They are hardcore. You will turning race is gonna suck. Brakes yeah. are gonna suck. <laughs> it just it's a really old it's antiquated just axle. It's just, it's just it's just a brute of yeah. a freaking front end. Yeah. Exactly. So if you're looking for one, and, and I, I want to say the years, I think it was like 92 to 97, somewhere in that. Um, just make sure you get, obviously, the right gear ratio. If not, you yeah. got to change it. Um, and I would definitely go with the ball joint, if only just for the brakes. I don't care about turning radius. Well, you should about brakes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. One thing for you. Question. Do it. One mod. Best mod. Add power to the truck. What do you do? One thing only. Go. Just one thing. Just one thing. What is the, like, not just like your normal tuner, like what's like a off, like a weird thing that no one thinks about that adds power that's freaking awesome? Okay. I'm going to answer this, but there's a caveat to it. I think I know what you're going to answer. That's why I asked this question. So yeah. I'm going to see if I hit the nail on the head. Intercooler. Ooh, I didn't think of that. But because yeah, well, that, that would only, man, can you do it without this? Yes, but should... I'm almost going to like half retract that statement because the first thing you should do on this truck, no matter what, because yeah. it is choked down is that factory downpipe. Okay. The Cobra yeah. head. Okay. It's, it, do you know what I thought you were going to say what IDM. Oh dude. I had, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> IDM. Yeah. If you want to talk about easy, easy, really like just fun mods to do that you can like when you get it in the box in the mail, yeah. it can be in your truck in less than five minutes. Yeah. Yes. You get a modified high-frequency IDM from Swamps. Your IDM is on your inner fender well on your driver's side of the truck. It's like three bolts to take it out and a big connector with a 10-bolt yeah. or 10-millimeter bolt. Super easy. You can take your old IDM out. You probably should disconnect the batteries. Yeah. I didn't. It's still okay. <laughs> but, Living on the edge. Yeah. Yeah, right? Because I was so excited. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I put it in, and truck starts better. It throttle response is better. It's yes. usually about 30, 35 horsepower. I was, it, that was the first thing. The truck already had exhaust on it. Before I did the intake, before I did I did that. Yeah. And I swear, man, I was on <laughs> top of the world. I yes. was like, guys, do so. I bleed it's diesel IDMs. performance. <laughs> I am all that is man. <laughs> Three yes. bolts, 35 horsepower. Yeah, so good. Yeah. It is that epic. Yeah. And I didn't know about that until you said that to me. Because mm. I didn't, I had nobody, because I never owned an OBS. And nobody that I that I knew that owned one, and so like, I would sell them all the time, but I had no idea they were that like impressive. I loved it. I, yeah, I still remember I was, in, I was living in San Jose, rolling through a parking lot, and I was just like, "This is where it's at." Yeah, I hit the pedal, just feel, things oh, move. Gosh, back it's so the day. good. Oh, maybe that's what I'm going to rant about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's going to bring me. This is this is a long one to begin with, so I'm going to keep our rant short yeah. here. Uh, if you if you're listening through all this with seven through power source stuff, I greatly appreciate it. This is my jam. This is why I love talking about. It. You can tell because this podcast yeah. was long. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good one. I think there's a lot of good information. Yeah, there. absolutely. This is gonna the the side note tangent rant, whatever you're gonna call. It. It's actually a conversation you and I had a little while ago. All right. And it, it was in the morning. You're like, man, how how do you keep from like modifying your suburban? Okay. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? And it's a it's a frame of mind that I really had to. I battle with myself, and, and I'm sticking yeah. to it. But it's it it irks me every day. Do I want to do stuff to it? Yes. Do things kill me about that suburban? Yes. Like, do I want to fix all the handling issues? Like, yes. Yeah. Does it want to kill me right now? No. Like, I have it just to the point right now. Like, 
every time I hit the brakes inside. Yeah. Uh, every, every time I, I turn a corner, I can feel things moving that aren't supposed to. Yeah. Oh, God. Every time I catch a reflection of it you know, in, the, in the windows as I drive by something, I see those stupid wheels and tires. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then I think about like, man, okay, wheels and tires would make me feel good. 1200 bucks. Oh. Yeah. Every dollar I spend on that Suburban now is a dollar away from the next truck. Yeah. And I have to literally remind myself that every day. That's tough. I'm since this podcast has started, I've done more adulting in my life ever. Yeah. Like this has been and you guys have been along for the journey here, but like yeah. I you have I mean you really have. It's a lot of adulting. A lot of adulting, man. See, I have a problem because I I like to modify literally everything. Because I was telling mm. you a story I think today about how I even modified my, <laughs> my, my new lawnmower I bought. So I bought, it's so funny We're we're looking for a riding lawnmower for our, our house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my wife wants us to go buy a new one. I'm like, no, I'm like, they're used for like an eighth of the price. Like, well, I come across this international harvester for $40. (laughs) Harvest. Yes, exactly. I've never owned an international. Now I have one. It's a cadet 85, 1976. She's awesome. It's a hot girl. I had Ash come help me load it in the back. And I knew I, Ash didn't say this, but I know in his head, he's like, what a piece of junk. Like, (laughs) why, why are you getting this? Like, this is just terrible. So check up on it. She's running, Mm -hmm. fired right up. And, this goes on to like, oh, I asked you, like, are you modifying anything? Like, I'm even modifying my lawnmower. Like, I got a little little dice throttle control on it. Like, I took a little dice and I melted it onto my throttle control. So it's mm-hmm. a little little red dice cube that, <laughs> like, I, just have, I, I literally have to modify everything. Yeah. Like, everything. Like, I have a comb for my beard that I've modified. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, I was everything. So that's why I say, like, guys, I have a hard time. Like, how do you do it? How do you do it? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, man, the... Maybe just taking my own advice and yeah, you know, uh, having a kid does that. Probably to having people. a kid. Thinks, I think that does yeah. a lot of it too. I'll remember house shopping and stuff like that, and it just it's like okay, wheels and tires, twelve hundred bucks. It's like yeah. okay, twelve hundred bucks. That's wheels and tires on the next truck. Or if I don't spend that money right now, that's like basically finishing what I do on my AR or yeah. finally getting my comp gun dialed in for the summer for yeah. USPSA stuff. It's like I could do all of that with twelve hundred bucks, or I could put wheels and tires. On a suburban that I already hate. Yeah. That's going to make me feel a little bit better. A little bit better. But I'm still going to hate a whole bunch of... I'd rather... (laughs) Yeah. I'd rather just hate it as a whole. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And on that note... Yeah. This episode's long enough. That's enough Ford. I'm sorry, guys out there. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. No, there's a lot of... This is great information. Awesome information. You know what? I think we're the only podcast that's actually putting out information like this. So we can pat ourselves on the back. Yeah, may we're trying. A, may not be good information some of the time, but hey, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> we don't I will care. say <laughs> I, I, I've been reading the reviews that come in. I genuinely enjoy them. Thank you guys for screenshotting yeah, that stuff. Absolutely. And thank you for viewing and listening. Uh, obviously, this other thing too that a lot of guys don't know about, we, like, make sure and check these out on Facebook. We actually interact live with you guys on Facebook. Yes. Thursdays, I think it's like 3... It's like three three fifteen. They usually come out yeah. Pacific, Pacific Standard Time, and, and we'll interact live with you. Yeah. So if you're watching this and it's live, that's me, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Still us. So again, thanks for watching. See you next time. See you.